0: On today's question of faith, what's a good ordination gift? Hey, everybody, welcome to Question of Faith. I am Mike Hayes, I'm the Young Adult Ministry Director of the Diocese of Cleveland.
1: And I'm Father Damien Ferrance, the Vicar for Evangelization.
2: And I am Francine Costantini, the Director for the Office of Youth Ministry.
1: Yay, Francine's back. Yay. Yeah, it's good to have
0: you back. Thank you. So, Francine, your, your husband's a deacon. Yep. And, Eleven uh, and a half
2: months. <laughs> that's
0: right. Wow. Yeah, it's getting close. Yeah, for one year for him, and uh, it's sort of ordination season now, right? It's you know we have uh, diaconal ordination this Saturday, mm-hmm. and a couple weeks after that we have uh, priest ordination, and right. we just had uh, transitional. a transitional deacon ordained a couple weeks ago. And if I had a dime for every time I've I've gotten this question from people, what what do I get someone for ordination? People really just don't know. I think so. What are some ideas?
2: Well my husband was was uh, overwhelmed by the generosity of folks who who gave him gifts he wasn't expecting mm. um the outpouring that he received and um he actually really liked um he loved the artwork he received ah. And he wasn't expecting that. And uh, yeah, there yeah. were a lot of really beautiful pieces for him to hang um, in his office at the church that they gave him. I know not all deacons have an office at the parish, but, um, you know, it, it, for his home office as well, mm. there's a lot of beautiful sacred art that yeah. he received.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I won't ask you what his favorite gift was because that's just bad politics, right? Or we're <laughs> certainly not going to ask what his least favorite gift because was. Because they might be listening. <laughs> that's right. Exactly.
1: Um, what about you what, what, what do you get for your ordination I guess well it'll be 20 years in yeah, May yeah exactly uh, I was thinking back priests actually in our diocese anyway and I think a lot they they can do a registry right and so you can say I need these things as a priest so I need uh, lectionaries mm-hmm. you know the four volume set I, sure. I could use a Roman Missal I could yeah. use uh, vestments vestments yeah. um, the 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 book for the sick I remember someone bought me that the book of blessings a little aspergellum uh travel one a mm. pix um mm. there's all sorts of things uh clerical attire you know some clerical shirts um all sorts of things yeah so there's there's many needs that priests could have I would say art is always good too um Cash.
0: I was just going to say that. That's gonna easy. Like- <laughs> that
1: way, you know, I mean, for some of our priests, they have um, student loans that they need to pay off. Yes. So I think it all depends on one situation. But I think it's helpful to say, these are my needs and you can help me out. Just like mm-hmm. a couple when they're getting married, they say, we have these needs. You know, we're getting a new house and we need dishes or priests wouldn't need dishes or anything. But, you know, there's there's certain things that he would need. Um, a mass kit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um my parish youth group at St. Charles g- got me a mass kit. um I used that the other day for marriages of grace. The problem oh, yeah. is it's small, and marriages <laughs> of Grace had like two hundred people, so I got this <laughs> little child so I'm like, Meow. um anyway but yeah so there's there's all sorts of things that you could you could uh request, I suppose, yeah, and
2: even some du- duplicates are okay um Mike has two. Uh, orders of baptism and, and and he likes that because he has one at home mm-hmm. as he's preparing and he's got one at the church in case he forgets the one from mm-hmm. home and yep. he's, so having a couple duplicates of things is good too.
1: The funeral book, that's mm-hmm. super helpful. That would be helpful for a deacon or for a priest and uh, yeah, I have that yeah. one too. Book, of Blessings, book of Blessings is a good one.
2: And they yeah. have a, a little one that's yes. like more travel size as well as a bigger one.
1: Yeah, I keep two books in my glove compartment in my car. The one is the uh, uh, "Rights for the Sick and then the Book of Blessings, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. in a stole, a little travel stole, like a purple one to hear confessions. That's always nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I gave
0: the guys who I was in class with in Buffalo, uh, when they got ordained, I gave them Greg Kandra's book, which is called The Deacon Praise. And I didn't really think much of it. I was just giving them a gift, right? And I said, this is probably something I don't have. And uh, the other day, I got a, a call from my friend Deacon Tim, and he said, "You know, I'm calling because I was thinking of you today." And he goes, "I wanted to let you know something. He goes I have used that book every day of my diaconate."
2: Oh my goodness! And
0: I was like, "Really?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Okay, I guess that was a good gift." So, That's you know, beautiful. I'm always afraid that I'm going to give them something that they already have. Like, you know, when you mentioned the artwork, I was like, "Yeah, and if they have that already, then I'm in." <laughs> That's a really <laughs> bad gift. Um, but yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. I think that there there are lots of ways that you can go with this, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, but people don't know. Like when you said the registry, how many people know that? Like I don't know if people even know that priests yeah. or, or deacons can do that.
1: I think unless they let them know in their invitation, or if someone's like, hey, I want to get you something, well, call Henninger's or call Mozak's or call Grismer's. Maybe they have the list of things that you want.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I always tell people think wedding. When I say, no, like, wait, I said, this is like, this is like a wedding. I said, mm-hmm. especially for a priest, right? I said, you know, he's, he's giving his life up. This is the next stage of his life. I said, think that level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and they're right. like, oh, wait, I didn't even think of that.
1: And I think it depends on the relationship that you have with oh, so the particular guy getting ordained. So I don't do this for all the priests, but for the guys who were in my youth group from St. Mary's Hudson, starting with Father Ryan Kubera, I, we had a tradition that I'd take them to uh, J.F. Novak's, which is right on uh, Meyer off West 25th Street. Mm. They do police, fire, EMS uh, patches and uniforms, huh. but they also make vestments. That's where uh, – like our little um, oh, wow. Eucharistic Revival pin, that's mm-hmm. where we got it. I wanted to stay local. So I remember going there with my cousin, Jim Churro, when I was 14 years old. He was a Cleveland police officer. And I remember seeing that they made the patches there. And I was, I remember that. I remember there was church stuff there. So I bought some flags. They also sold flags. And we're getting a good plug. I didn't even mean to do this, but That's whatever. Right. Thanks, Johnny. Um, but so I took Kubera there uh, maybe a couple months before he was ordained. And he got to pick out his own fabric, and then the piping and the design, and he created his own vestment. That's so for cool. the guys that yeah. I was really, you know, close with in youth group or from the parish, because man did the same thing, and Schultz and um, Samiti and those guys. So uh, I got him a v- make your own vestment. That was that was the gift. That's very nice. You could go buy one certainly, and. But to have one made in Cleveland and go with one of your priests who, you know, was your parish priest at one time, I think yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: I know that um, my sister, this would have been a nice surprise if I if I am to be ordained next year, God willing. Um, my sister, like, packaged something up the other day, and she said and she just sent it to me. And she goes, hey, did you get a package from me? I said, no, not yet. And then I got the next day, and I opened it up, and it was two deacon stoles mm-hmm. And I was like, um, you know that's – in a couple of years, this is last year. I said, you know, it's in a couple of years at best, right? And she said, yeah, she said, mom Mom bought those for you. And she said, I want to make sure you got them oh. in case anything happens to me.
2: Wow. And oh. she was
0: like, you know, because it's going to end up being in my in my apartment. And she said, and if and if I don't, you know, she's older than I am. So she's like, so if I die, <laughs> she goes, you're not going to be able to find these things. And I want to make sure you found them. And I was like, oh, Okay, mm-hmm. thanks. I'll That's put him beautiful. somewhere safe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> a couple days before I was ordained, Father David Blind, who I think you know, he's yeah. the, currently the spiritual director of the seminary at St. Mary's. Unbeknownst to me, Father Blind wa- would visit my mom. And I knew he visited her, but I, what I didn't know was that he did an art project with her. Oh. So a couple days before I was ordained, he gifted me a stole and his nice gold fabric stole, white one side was white, one side was gold, and he had my mom's handprints. Oh, like really she'd nice. put them in paint, in gold paint, and then on green paint. And so I have a stole with my mom's handprints on them. Um, I wore it at my first mass under my chasuble, and I wear it from time to time, not often, because people will be like. What, why are those kids' hands print on there? That's some <laughs> you know, crazy thing from the 70s. I'm like, actually, it's my deceased mother's. I'm like, oh, I feel so bad. Yeah. So, um, But that was a great gift. I, oh, I remember God. my dad was very touched by that, and I had no idea he did it. And so um, that was a great gift. Yeah, yeah. we're going down memory lane here. I'm trying yeah. to do a lot of good things.
0: Good. Did you have a favorite of uh, the ones that you got I for a day? just said I can't
1: say my favorite.
0: Yeah, well, I said Francine's husband oh, okay. could say her favorite. I could throw you under the well. Place.
1: I'm throwing a couple of them out there. Um, <laughs> my buddy, Father Joe Koopman, who's the moral theologian at the sem, had uh, commissioned a piece of art for me, and it was of Flannery O'Connor. Mm. And he, my other friend, Jeff Pasick, who's a great um, painter, he painted it, and that hangs. It's always hung like center in my wherever I've lived in my living room. So nice, That's beautiful. Yeah. So Did art, vestments. Yeah, my yeah. my
2: daughter. So. The summer that Mike was accepted into the aspirancy year of diaconate, we were in um, in Italy, and uh, I saw in a shop in Assisi, I saw a beautiful stole. Because um, of course Saint Francis was a deacon, sure. and um, and I didn't buy it, and I regretted it. I just kicked myself. Um, and my daughter was living in Garming, Austria, for a ah. semester with Franciscan University, and she went to Assisi for for um, a time, and so she went to that same store and she bought the stole in in um, spring of 2019. So it was hidden in my room <laughs> for. For like three years um, for his ordination, and that was one of the gifts we gave him. Wow. (laughs) That's
0: great. (laughs) Glad he didn't uncover it, right? You just did that in a very safe space. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's great. So, we've got a lot of ordinations coming up. We've got six guys who will be ordained to uh, to the diaconate on Saturday. And uh, what do we have, four priest candidates this year? It's six. six. So
1: five for Diocese of Cleveland and one for the Diocese of Daegu. We have that partnership with correct uh, a diocese in Korea, the Diocese of Daegu. They train their men here, usually one every couple of years. And then after ordination, he does his first four years of service here in the Diocese of Cleveland, then back to Korea. So
0: Very nice, yeah. And then we uh, we ordained one uh, transitional deacon. uh, deacon yeah, Lake Michael Garvin. Garvin. Yep, the other mm-hmm. day. Funny. So... Yes, yeah, so we've had a good year, and then uh, hopefully next year we'll keep that going, right? You mm-hmm. know. So if 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 I am to be ordained, there's five others with me next oh, year. That'd be a nice class. So that's a nice class. Yeah. So the, uh, the the guys teased me. They said, "Well, we were the Fab Five. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I asked so, them, "Well, now we're the Sensational Six. And they there said, you
1: go. Yeah. You're the uh, studio musician they hired for, you know, <laughs> another rhythm guitar player. Or something. Exactly. That's right. Cool. Exactly. What, I wonder what the biggest uh, diaconate ordination class in our diocese. That's a ever good question. Was.
2: It was probably the class that started after um the program was was put on a little hiatus mm-hmm. as they restructured and reformed it. I bet that How first class, there, I don't do you know? know. So that
0: was that's 2016, I believe, would have been that year because I know my deacon mentor, he applied to be in that class but there was like Forty something applications oh that goodness. year because they had, you know they had, they had waited for a little while mm-hmm. and so he said that they encouraged him to apply again the next year but they said we, we can't ordain while these guys can have a, we have a, can't have a class of twenty you know or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, and so he applied the next year and he was, he was immediately accepted. So he said it was fine, but he said he was glad he really, he really enjoyed his class. He really loves his classmates and he was glad that they, that they didn't take him the first year.
2: The Holy spirit knows um, what he's doing. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. I feel the same way about my, my own journey is like, if I, if, if I had to pick a group of guys, and this is no offense to anybody in the, in the, in the deaconate de- <laughs> de- program here in Cleveland, but if I had to pick a guy, a group of guys to be classmates with, I'd pick these guys every time, you know, they're just great. They're just a lot of fun. Um, so it's great, so yeah so uh if you're if you're so inclined to get someone a gift we've given you several different options we'll put some links in there for the uh, various registries that are out there and uh, mm-hmm. where you can find those and, and maybe some
1: other ideas that we've come up with here today see one more one more yeah. gift that I think is memorable because i've I've saved some of these would be a nice handwritten letter or card about why this why this is an important day. And um, especially if it's from one of your mentors, if you're, if you've seen this man grow up or I think that whatever, or kids, you you know, but I think handwritten notes are uh, underrated. Agreed.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I talk about that all the time. I I I save a lot of my handwritten notes Mm -hmm. from, yeah, students uh, that I've had in campus ministry or or other places, you know, they're they're really meaningful to me. I
1: just buried uh, father, Bob McCurry, OFM cap yesterday in Pittsburgh. And I know that he wrote me uh, before I was ordained, and so I have to go in my Ferentz archive later this week, and I'm going to find that note. I know I have it. So yeah. just to re- – wow, I wonder what he said 20 years ago and what does that mean today? I think, yeah, that stuff's important. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, you know what else is important? What? A church. <laughs> it's true. So uh, let's go to St. Edward and uh, – so it's St. Edward and Lucy,
1: right? They're, they're... – Uh, Yes. In Parkman, Ohio. So this Mm -hmm. is way east in our diocese. The next county over would be the Youngstown Diocese. And I had never been to St. Edward in Parkman. Father Jake Bear, former student of mine, is the pastor there now. He's also the pastor of St. Lucie. And I was a confirmation sponsor on Friday night. So I was able to visit, can celebrate with the bishop and uh, a few other priests, but I'd never been there. The new church was built in 1960, It's, it's medium sized church. Now it was packed because they were doing the confirmation for Lucy Edwards and St. Helens Mm. uh, all at once. But, Mm. uh, yeah, it was, it was cool, but it's out there. It's, it's, it's a little bit beyond where the bridegroom nuns are in Burton. So you take 422 out and then you pass Mumford road and then you hit a road called church road, which is appropriate. Take a left (laughs) there and it's right around the corner, um, But, yeah, have you been there? No.
0: I have not. But uh, shout-out to Father Jacob Bearer, who did such a great job at the Ignite Conference this week, where we had uh, an amazing 225 young adults Mm -hmm. showed up at the Marriott. So that was great. And And, uh,
1: shout-out to his mustache, too, because he did not have that on Friday. He had a beard, a full beard. And then when I saw him Saturday morning, he had that lion Hoodie on over his clerics and a mustache, and he was fierce in a good holy way.
0: <laughs> exactly, he did a great job at the Algae on tap too. So mm-hmm. I was I was really looking forward to him, and I, I had a number of people uh, come up to me, and I when I asked them, "Hey, how's the conference going?" and um, they said oh father bear was so great i really got this set and they were telling like specific mm-hmm. things you know and i was like okay good and so so shout out to him so i wanted to make his church a church church this week because yeah he did such a great job yeah. as did everybody at that conference mm-hmm. by the way It was a great time especially joe vicario and coral Pies. absolutely the two of them organized it and uh, we said hey look get people there and they did if they get things done uh, that is for sure Four and a half weeks ago, we had 14 people registered mm-hmm. for this conference, and somehow they got 225 people there. So well,
2: That's that's the young adult community, too. Yeah,
0: you ain't kidding. Don't I know it? 20 years ago, and <laughs> <laughs> and that has been one thing that I could always bank on. They will register for things at the last minute.
2: Same with teenagers.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And so then our, our readings this week for the fifth Sunday of Easter, hey, we were just talking about the diaconate, and our, our first reading is sort of the founding of the diaconate, um... This time where they, they talk about Stephen being chosen as the first deacon and then all the other guys who came with them that they were looking um, because the, the Hellenists were complaining against the, he- the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected. So they picked these men to sort of take care of these people and to do table service and all their kinds of things uh, to be helpful to the community. And so that's, the, that's the, first, the story of the first deacons. So yay. So that's from the Acts of the Apostles, of course. Go on, Francine.
1: You look like you got something to say.
2: No, I just, I love, I love when, when you go back into, like so many people think that so much of what we do as church is like made up and is not what they originally did. And, and I love going back, especially into the Acts of the Apostles during this Easter season and, and reading about the foundations of everything um, that we are as church is is right there. And, um, and that's beautiful.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I'm going to take my line from the gospel. I think we live in a culture where people often feel like they have to get worked up about everything and get upset and angry. Well, our Lord says to us, do not let your hearts be troubled. That's pretty good. Absolutely. Hey, you got a trouble? Yeah, I'm worried about this and that. Shh, calma, calma. Do Do not let your hearts be troubled. Why? You have faith in God. Have faith also in me. It's going to be all right.
0: Right? Calm. Calm. I had, a, I had a colleague who used to start out all of his homilies by saying, relax. It's going to be okay. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Hmm. And then he would go from there, especially if it was like a a hectic time of the year, you know, like Mm -hmm. Christmas or Easter Mm -hmm. or something like that, where people are kind of running around. It's relax. You know, he served on a college campus for a while, too, so he would always do that around final exams. You know, relax. It's going to be okay. You can do this. It's a great message all the time.
2: The Lord's got you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Anything else on this or do we exhaust this? We exhausted this. Good. Um, So get your ordination gifts yeah, you know, buy early and often, and, <laughs> and, and pray
1: for those being ordained too. Absolutely, this could be the this is the time when the devil tries to get in there and mess everything up.
0: You and Kid Francine and I were just talking about that before the show. We said, you know, every D and I actually I, I had a preach after communion that uh, on Saturday. That was one of the things I had said. I said, uh, I said something to each class. Really, it was there, including the ordnance, and I and I said. To my classmates I said well you know we're, we're sort of in the fourth quarter now but the fourth quarter is not just ordination the fourth quarter is the rest of our lives right number one and I said but number two if I had a dime for every one of my deacon friends who have told who have told me that their last year every obstacle they said that there were so many bricks that were thrown into their knapsack mm-hmm. during their last year of ordination that the mm-hmm. devil do whatever he can to say no you can't you are not good enough. You, yeah. You're you fooling everybody. You know, you get all this imposter syndrome kind of stuff that comes your way.
2: Um, I know. For so, our family, yeah. that last year and a half was rough. And Mike felt like the devil was attacking him by only attacking the people he loved. Yeah. So he didn't come after Mike directly, but he came after the rest of us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. So. Uh, be aware. I guess it's the best mm-hmm. thing to say. We hate to be the bearer of bad news on the close of a show. No, you but just need. To, it's real. Is, it's it's just not bad. Being yeah. Alert. Yeah. Just be,
2: be alert. on guard and and know know what you're up against, and then you can recognize the That's father right. of lies much more easily. Yes. And know that Christ has already won the victory.
0: Yeah. Do you.
1: not let your hearts be troubled. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Pay attention to your consolations, not your desolations. Mm-hmm. That's where you want to go. You want to be moving in the direction God wants you to go. So don't listen to the voices that tell you that you cannot do this. Absolutely. And we'll have this and a whole lot more next time on Question of the Day.